when you go into a game with a great coach and a great game plan, you feel like you will prepare for anything that may come your way. With Love and Light Doula Agency, you will also feel like you have a great coach and game plan. Love and Light Doula Agency specializes in postpartum support, fertility support, labor support, and surrogacy consultations. Call 410-657-8767 today or visit the website loveandlightdoula.com to get started. That's 410-657-8767 and loveandlightdoula.com. Schedule your consultation today. One last time, 410-657-8767. L-O-V-E-A-N-D-L-I-G-H-T-B-O-U-L-A.com. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host and their guests. They do not reflect the views or positions of our sponsors. Yo, what up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Sideline Talk. I'm the humble beast, Coach Hurt. What it is, fellas? How y'all doing? Cooling, man. What's up? Hey, did you go run and grab a Pepsi just now? No, I had to go grab my pity. I ain't, I ain't, yeah, I ain't got a fuck ball right, 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 right. Anybody need a hat on? It's me. I'm over here looking like Yana Bean, Django Unchained. Uh, I got like oh. a George. I got like the the Sherman Hemsley going on right now. Not the Hemsley. You don't want that. <laughs> this the this the ugly Bush stage. <laughs> I ain't even cruddy it up right now. I'm just well. You know, Sherman never had relations. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man. I'm about to go watch that movie just because you said that shit. Hey man, we out here though. Let's get to it. Oh man, shout out to <clears throat> South Carolina women's yeah. basketball champs again. Coach Don Stanley, one of my favorite WN play, NBA players. I should say just favorite players, period. Love watching her play. Don Stanley was a monster, and she was sexy. She's sexy, low-key. So, shout out to her. I ain't going there. Go I don't even care. She's the truth. Don Stanley was the truth. Yo, but shout out to her. It was funny because he was like, he was like, he was like, nope. He said, nope. <laughs> <laughs> shout out well, to it not. Even though Anaya Russell didn't get a lot of minutes in the well, she didn't play in the championship game, but shout out to Baltimore. Um Baltimore's own Anaya Russell champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of great talent on that South Carolina team. Don Staley was definitely one of those ball players that was just smart. So you could just tell she was going to be a championship coach. So. Beast. Absolute beast. We got the yeah. men's title game coming up tonight. UNC versus Kansas. We have four great teams in it, four great coaches in it. Coach K opened his coaching, his deep coaching career with a loss to North Carolina. And he closes his deep coach his well, his deep coaching career with a loss to North Carolina. And that's Coach Coach K's tenure. It is 50-50, Duke-UNC. That is wild. 
Sorry about that. And within, that, and within that time, man, he gave you what five titles and a whole bunch of more accolades. Shout out to Coach K. It was a great run. One of the goats of all time. Al, the uh your backdrop is hating. You gotta pop it for North Carolina. Yeah, you gotta put it on the black, the black shirt. Yeah, it was... put it on your put it on your jacket. No, turn it, turn it over. There, there you go. I'm gonna mm-hmm. say, bring him in the light. He was black as a whore for a minute. It's <laughs> <laughs> the goat, one of the goats, North Carolina. Yeah, goat. Y'all know how Al Loki hates LeBron James? Not even Loki. He hates. Him. He tolerates him now because he wears Lakers jersey. Right. Yeah. But I if LeBron would have went to college and picked North Carolina, he said he was choosing between North Carolina or Duke. If he'd have picked USC, Al would have been the biggest stand, like the rest of them. Absolutely like the rest of them. Only when when it works. I, I low-key hate against Mike, but hey, you get our hell. <laughs> Only when it works. <laughs> it's crazy. LeBron, Jesus. And they need counsel. I'm just saying. Mm. But shout good. out. Shout out to, um, like I said last week, Coach Hubert Davis. First year in the international title game. I hope they win it all, to be honest. So, but we'll see how that play out tonight. Um, that's it for Rock basketball. Head. It was great. God bless basketball. Rock okay. So, let's get to the, the to the up the, uh, the news, the most recent news in the wonderful world of the NFL. There has been a trade 24 days away. And we already got a trade. That's crazy. So the Saints have made a trade with the Eagles. The Saints are sending, I'm sorry, the Eagles are sending picks number 16, number 19, and number 194, which is a six-round pick, to the Eagles in exchange for – I'm sorry, the Eagles sitting into the Saints. The Eagles are receiving pick 18, pick 101, pick 237, a first-round pick in 2023, and a second-round pick in 2024. Why did they make this move 24 days away? I don't think the Saints believe in Jameis Winston. So I'm thinking the Saints was what, pick 18? Yeah. They were. They were. So if they pick one of the quarterbacks that pick 16, my early prediction that no quarterback would be moved, nobody would move up to get a quarterback in this draft. Is wrong. But we pick up in 19. So correct. Pretty move backwards. <laughs> but I think they get a pass rusher and they get Malik or um Kenny. Is it what okay, 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 okay. Cause I don't disagree with I don't disagree with Al, but I look at it as you list you just lost your um one a, a great tackle. 
So you want to go up and move ahead or just make sure you confirm to get one attack or that you do want to replace him. And you get a quarterback. So you get a bang, bang first round play for your future. They are in front of the Chargers. Exactly. Well, a lot of people project the Chargers may get tackled to have two stud bookends Jeez. to play um, with the left tackle and right tackle. But with the quarterback theory, is it really wise to get a quarterback in this draft that early when you got Jameis for two years and you also signed Andy Dalton just a few days ago? Is it wise to even do that? Why not yeah. take what you got this year and go to, and wait till next year when the QB class may be better? I think the QB class will be to get Pickett or Willis. Why not? Because Andy Dalton is what a rental that's going to play not even a game or two. Uh, Jameis Winston is fucking frail as shit. Only person who believe him is probably his mother and father and Remy. That's about it. So I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it has to be. It has to happen. You got to look for your future for some type of way. If you believe yeah. you can get one of those quarterbacks. So 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 in your mind, the quarterbacks that they. You believe the quarterback that they may be targeting if they are targeting quarterback this draft. That quarterback is better than Stroud and um, what's the young boy at Alabama? And no, Knicks not better and whoever's coming out next year, the kid at Clemson. They better. This class is better I, than next year's class. Look, not I'm not saying about how I feel about this quarterback, I'm saying about how they view it. If they okay. view it, Get one of their quarterbacks and still get a top tier tackle. You you showing up your future. At least you don't have to worry about it going forward. You make this type of uh, move for that. That's what it's telling me. Or draft capital move up even more. I think Stroud is going top five. So I don't think they have a legitimate shot at getting Stroud. I think Stroud is that legit. He's top five. Might be number one. You know, just for all preliminary scouting everybody else. Is that deal? Um, okay, so I think he's top five. So I don't think they think they can get one of those quarterbacks that you just named that would be better than Malik Willis. That they think mm. I think Malik Willis has a chance to push Jameis Winston either to be better looking over his shoulder and compete or take the job outright for him. I think Malik Willis has that type of skill. Sheesh. Okay. See what you got. I why, think why, I'm, why so early? I don't know. I think I'm gonna look at this from a from a Saints perspective here, right? I mean, not not a Saints perspective, uh, Eagles, Eagles perspective. Eagles perspective. Um, you move back what two spots? Which isn't we've seen people get less than that, i.e. the Ravens. Um. And you give up one of your first round picks to gain a second round for next year when you think about it. So let's see what they gain from the deal. They gain, they lost two spots. They gain one on one is a late third round pick. Um, yeah. yeah, like a compensatory third. Um, and what, a fifth round as well? The seventh round of this year. Seventh round of this year. Okay. And you yeah. gain. Yeah, first rounder, which replaces your pick, your 19 pick you gave up this year. Yeah, you got and 18 you get, and you got a first rounder in 23. Right. So, I mean, 
and you got a second rounder too, right? In twenty four, yeah. Oh, in twenty four. Uh, okay. Well, um, I mean, you gain in value from from a from their standpoint. You know that you got, you know, a lot of holes to fill. So I'm not mad at it. I think you, it's a win win for them. Um, as far as the as far as the Saints, you need these two first round picks to hit because with your cap situation, you need it's like now or never with them, in my opinion. Like even with Jameis, I mean, I feel like they feel like they might need to compete right now. Um, I'm gonna tie this into the Ravens. I, I think <laughs> with them being 16, this kind of it kind of adds value to 14 a little bit. I don't know. If, if now if you're looking for a tackle, you might be willing to move up to 14 to jump them to get a tackle. You know what I mean? Like, and what are you willing to give up to come up to 14 to get the tackle of your future? Is all I'm saying. So that adds value to the 14th pick. Um, and that's if they're trying to get a tackle. And if they're trying to get a quarterback, even better. There's tons of teams back there that's trying to get quarterbacks. 14 looks real reasonable right now when, you know, I'm just saying. So I say tons of teams. Team <laughs> trade back is in full effect right now. Yeah, this dude is if great. If you're a Baltimore Ravens fan. All right, <laughs> team, all right, all right team trade back. But team I, I trade back unless a certain saying. player is there at 14. So, so in, in your mind, who are – okay, so from the Saints perspective, y'all say tackle and – Quarterback is who they're targeting. Yeah, I said pass rusher and quarterback, but pass rusher and quarterback. What you said, John, you said tackle and quarterback. Tackle quarterback, or maybe if one of the cornerbacks fall, maybe Stanley to try to help out with Lattimore safety that you might want to see, but who knows? Mike Cowhead, they might drop real far. Right. So the Eagles have a lot of holes to fill, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run off some names that they added this offseason, and maybe that can kind of um, give us an idea of who they may be targeting at 18, all right? So the big signing, Hassan Reddick, pass rusher. At DN, they brought back Derek Barnett and Fletcher Cox. Free safety, Anthony Harris. He's 30 years old, but they brought him back on – a one-year, 2.5 mil. So that's, you know, that's a rotational piece. Right. Um, brought back Boston Scott. They signed Zach Pes- uh, Pascal, who had, you know, probably his best season of his, his career so far with Indy. They signed him on a one-year deal for 1.5. Um, Alex Singleton, they signed. Hassan Ridgeway, a D-tackle, they signed a one-year deal. So... Seems like they got a lot of depth pieces and three starters with, you know, or should I say two starters? Because they probably rotate Barnett with, um, what's her name? One of they start Barnett. Barnett on one side and then um, Brandon okay. Graham on the other one. Okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm seeing a trend. The majority of these picks, I mean, they're free agent signings have been all defensive players, with the exception of Boston Scott, who they're familiar with, yep. and Zach Pascal. So if you look at this, if you look at their receiving core, you got Pascal, 
Devontae, Rager. Um, I think Greg Ward is Greg Ward. You see, so there he gone. Let me see, Greg. Greg Ward is still there. So could it be receiver at eighteen? Yes, it better be. Who's that tight end too? I mean, oh um, yeah, got it, yeah, got it. Oh yeah, that's right. But he always hurt too now. Um, it could be receiver, but you willing to take a receiver at eighteen though? With the projection, like I, I ain't stopped receiver yet. But the projection is maybe six to seven receivers going in the first round. I, I don't, I don't knock the receiver yeah. right there at eighteen. But then you, you have the risk of one of them D tackles falling or one of those pass rushes falling there. I mean, that can help your defensive front with alongside Reddick and everything else. Um. Also, the reports when they when they made this trade, they were saying they didn't want to really financially guarantee the five, three five year contracts. Of so course, that makes that sense. Helped, that helped a lot, but they still got to deal with that next year. Is what they were saying. But for right now, they just going to use it as draft capital. But I just believe you got to show up your defense because I can't, you know, um, feel greatly that you draft a receiver, but you're not throwing the ball outside the numbers yet, even though when you had Devontae. So I don't think um, receiver answers what you need to do to move forward. You need to show up that uh, interior on both sides. Maybe I would go if one of, one of the Georgia D tackles if you can get him there. And have him rotate with uh, Fletcher Cox. That yeah, Fletcher, Fletcher Cox, Cox is on his way out. Yeah. Yeah. That, if they going to after a wide receiver, then they then they not done moving. Then, in my opinion, hmm. if, if they going after a wide receiver, you get a you get a you move back from uh, from eighteen again. And why? Too far because <laughs> I don't think that the value you getting the much value taking a wide receiver right there at eighteen. And you get mention, value because you 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 get value because. You got rid of a uh, an extra five year contract for this year that you had mm-hmm. to that that cap you had to pay. You added I picks. Picks, I don't think that it's a wide receiver that that warrants being taken at eighteen. And that's just my opinion. So Chris Olave, Traylon Burks, Drake London, Garrett Wilson. No. Uh, if I wanted a six, if I wanted Jameson a five, Williams, wide receiver, I mean, I'm not. No, I'm just not. So, I'm wait, 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 wait. You said, you said, you said. Say, say what you just said again. If I wanted a five eleven, one hundred eighty pound wide receiver, I wouldn't do it. Now I understand what you're about to say about Hollywood Brown being not. Bad. No, 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 no. Ain't nothing with Hollywood <laughs> Brown because last year they took a six foot, a hundred and seven. There was rumors he was one hundred seventy some pounds. Before the before the pro day, I think it turned around to be one eighty, and Devontae Smith, they took him what? They took Devontae what? Top ten? He was like number yeah, eight. They they won two, though. Huh? Why they, they won two guys like that? Why they won two guys like that? I mean, you, it don't, I'm saying it don't have to be that guy. It could be 
It could be Drake London. Ain't Drake London a big receiver? Apparently, yeah. I never seen him play. Yeah. I, I don't even know. He's six four, two hundred twenty five pounds, something like could that. Could be. Hmm. What's up, Rico? Could be Drake. I don't know. It's it's interesting. I mean, you could put Drake there. I mean, I just see I the Z tackle, but it was a tenth. Oh, yeah. not Burke. Perfect, yeah, but. It's a weapons league. They they not gonna go in there and think that they're gonna do something with Greg Ward and Jalen Hurts. Agreed. Especially if you think you're gonna try to see what Jalen Hurts could be of the future. You you just not. No disrespect to Devontae Smith, but come on, you can't. This ain't the the one receiver per team era anymore. You need two or three of them. I agree. I just think you might use it a little. I just think it's a little high to be picking those guys. That's just my opinion. I get what, I get what you're saying. Uh, based off the money committed to Fletcher Cox on a one year deal, I don't see no rotating him. He playing damn near every set. Not a player. And because of his talent alone, like <laughs> his talent alone warrants playing every snap. And then you're getting 14 million this year. So that kind of. Kicks the, the D tackle thought out the way. I don't know. I guess as we get closer, we'll figure it out. I just thought it was wild that they make that move now. Like, damn, man, we got 24 days. Like yeah, they bid it, like it's like they bidding against themselves. Let me hurry up and take this deal. Like yeah. you couldn't wait like a week or so. Let like, the deal go higher. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? It's just interesting. They have they also are privy to a lot of information we're not privy to. Like they like phone calls with GMs and stuff like that. And they might have a good feel for where other people are going in front of them and feel like maybe right. that's a sweet spot that they can still get their guy. So I'm not, again, I'm not really mad at it. I just, I wish I had that insight, honestly. Figure out yeah, what it's, they were thinking. It's pretty dope. All right. Uh, got a shot, but a stop big question. Shot better stop it. Older players go to teams. They think they have a they think they have they had a shot at winning a title, right? So with the Ravens striking out on players, it says something about how we are built. Shop it or stop it. I'm going to shop it off the break. I've been saying this for I don't know how long. If you can't reel in upper echelon older players who are looking to win, then obviously in those players' eyes, they might not feel like you're close to winning. And I'll tie it into this. We can say, um, you know, Lamar Jackson waiting to win a, a title before he resigns and all this kind of stuff. It's just something in the back of my mind that makes me feel like he don't think that we – not that we're not close to winning, but I don't know if he feels completely secure in his future here in Baltimore and what they what they got going on. And I think it also comes down to the mentality of Baltimore. Baltimore's great. They got a great um, uh, coach as far as uh, being a – players coach he and, and things like that but I do not think that 
all players agree with his philosophy as far as bend but don't break and let's not make mistakes instead of being an attacking style coach. That's just my opinion. And I think that plays in this people's decisions when it comes down to making decisions, whether we're going here or going somewhere else. If you, if you get a choice between Greg Roman on the other side of the ball from you and Sean McVay, who the hell are you going to pick? You're going to pick um, safe. Uh, let's run the ball. Um, and let's run, run, pass on first, second, and third. Or, I mean, let's run, run, pass. Yeah, first, second, third. Or you're going to pick Sean McVay, who's kind of innovative offensively, to, to hold down the other side of the ball since you're going to hold down what you need defensively. I'm just using him as an example. But who are you going to choose? You ain't, you're not going to pick Greg Roman. I'm sorry. You're just not. Would you pick Mike McDonald? Who, the, 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 the defensive coordinator? No, the uh, Dolphins coach. Look, I don't want to get banged. So. I, I, wait, 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 wait. Well, would you, I'm sorry. Would you pick San Fran last year? San Fran with, with Mike McDonald there? Yeah. If I'm a defensive player and I know I got uh, offensive mind in Kyle Shanahan, yes. If I'm an offensive player and I'm 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 a piece or whatever, and I'm not real secure in the defense, then no. I saw because the reason I asked, Kyle Shanahan is offensive minded, but mm-hmm. they were a run run pass team. Yeah, they were a run run pass team, but they also was aggressive when they needed to be aggressive. Okay. They might have ran. They ran, on third. <laughs> they ran on third downs too. No, I'm just I just want I just want to. I'm actually I'm just, just to make that, sure that you understand, like, to for the, the viewers to understand, like, you're not just saying um, run, run, pass is a re- recipe for disaster. I'm not saying it's a that's, recipe that's, for disaster. That's all I'm just clearing up. I'm I'm saying help you clear it up. That it, be- it can become monotonous if that's all you do and people catch on. Monotony is a recipe for disaster. I was trying to get in there before you actually said it. Monotony is definitely a recipe for disaster. All right. You can be run, run, pass. You can be a run team. I think they are a run team offensively, not necessarily because that's just his philosophy, but they kind of handicap with their quarterback as well. I wouldn't say he handicapped with the quarterback. They built their roster that way. That's how they got the two Super Bowls. Well, a Two NFC title games. Because their team is built that way. San Fran. The team was built that way. Their running backs went down. Okay, let's run the ball. Let's use Debo, who can do it all. Right. Let's use uh, another. You see what I'm saying? Like, they use their weapons to cater to that style. That's all I'm saying. Because I I get, like, because when people think run, run, pass, they only think one team when actuality – other teams have had success. It's just the play calling has been better, and the time of the play call has been better. And so, the, like you said, right? So, so your weapons, have right, been right, right, right. So well. now to get back to it, who's next? Shopping to stop it. Older players, whatever. I'm gonna play read the whole thing again. John, what you I'm got? Stop Shopping to stop it. Hell, <laughs> uh, I ain't wanna. That's your question. You brought it up. How you feel? I'm shopping it. Um, just the approach of, and I don't, 
I like him as a GM, but I don't want to say this in a negative way. But the approach of Eric kind of leaves a little bit to be desired, honestly. Like, like we just kind of crowning him as this great GM without actually having to prove it. Now, you got Let's just go through his first round picks. Besides Lamar, Aiden Hurst is not on the roster. PQ lost one linebacker spot to Bonds. It was a question if PQ was really going to, you know, step up. Was that a loss of spot or did the coordinator put him in the best spot to perform? That's two different things. Again, he, he got moved to another spot. So well, whatever spot better. that we thought we were going to have with this guy is not there. That's, that's not him. And yet, and still, it was a question of, is he really going to be that linebacker of the future? That was a legitimate question. So besides Lamar, he's been striking out on number one picks. So let's not even talk about all the other picks in said drafts besides that one that he got right. All right. The free okay. Okay. All right. So to go with the free agency, it's not like artists signing the best. I mean, Calais came, but who else? Calais and Samuel Watkins, who didn't have a catch in all of December. Okay. Was actually worse statistically than Willie fucking Steve. Like, come on, like the valid point. But they did sign Marcus Williams. John, what's your thoughts? Shot for the style. Um, I'm not as crucial with Eric DeCosta as uh as y'all are because he he is putting a team together that are playoff contender teams. They just got to stay healthy. And the problem is, is we want in Baltimore a Super Bowl contender winning team, and that's the problem when it comes to the veterans and the so-called receivers as we get to the so-called uh, wanting to sign with Baltimore. It's typical the receivers that we want to come to Baltimore D, but they don't believe in the system and Greg Roman. I have problems with Greg Roman when it comes to consistently calling a great game, getting the ball in the player's hands that needs to keep the ball moving. I'm going to always bring this up. Me and her went to the game. We, we played Arizona. We seen what they was going to do with uh, DuVernay and thought this shit was going to be crazy DuVernay from years to come. I ain't seen DuVernay in that same route tree yet since then. I go back, and we doing, uh, we, we doing scouting for corners and, and safeties, and I'm scouting somebody that's going against DuVernay in one of his younger film sessions. I'm like, what the fuck? We can't do that shit in our team. But that's Greg Roman. It is what it is. I just believe veterans with the, the stupid mindset of they don't believe in, in the type of style that Lamar is when it comes to it. They always say, oh, well, you know, I believe I can win with Josh Allen or Matthew Stafford. It goes back to that dumb mindset. They just believe in their old school ways. And it's just sometimes it is what it is. and they Or sometimes they want a better position of money and being close to being home. And sometimes Eric DeCosta are going to lose. But I just think they don't believe sometimes in some of the coaching staff decision makes that we've been seeing in the playoffs in primetime games. 
And I agree with him. Can I clarify that? I don't want, I don't want to seem like I'm blaming Eric DaCosta for this because I think Eric DaCosta has done a, a great job of bringing talent in. I completely agree with what John just said. I don't believe in the coaches for the 20 million time. They have not put them in, in, in position to succeed. And to go back to what Al said about Patrick Queen, that's not on Eric DaCosta. That's on your defensive coordinator for not recognizing that he needs to be a weak, a weak side inside linebacker earlier. That's on him. That's not on DaCosta. And that's just what it is. I mean, I get it. That is not on DaCosta. Like I said, I started off by saying I like DaCosta. I like what he's trying to do. It's just that a lot of the times we we're crowning DaCosta prematurely. I think we're trying to give him that great GM crowning. I don't think these aren't great yet. Well, these aren't good. And I, I don't even think it's that. And, but just to go off of what he just said about the coaching, that's part of his hires. Not just the free agents, not just the draft. Your coaches are a part of your hires as well. Inherited. <laughs> Inherited, yeah. Inherited. Yeah, coach. So, I, one, I, I, I think y'all kind of Right, y'all, y'all, y'all hit the question, but it sounds like a lot of y'all frustration is because you simply don't believe in the coaching staff. Personally, y'all don't, and that's skewing your thought process. I'm just being honest. I understand the issue with the coaches. I echo that same sentiment. However, how soon do we forget? The question said, well, the statement was, older players go to teams they think they have a shot at winning. Older players go to teams they think they have a shot at winning. The way the Ravens are built and they're striking out, they have to say something about it, right? That's what that was the statement was. Mark Ingram was an older player. Earl Thomas was an older player. Right? I'm just, I'm just, I can't let's how they perform. Sammy Watkins was an older player. I thought Mark Angle got traded here. No. Calais was traded here. That's why I'm not going to mention him. He was traded here. That was an older player. Bobby Wagner is the only older player this. Damn. Huh? He's huh? the only older player that I remember. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. He's the only older older player that I remember said, "No, nah, Ravens, I'm good. I'm gonna go play for my I'm gonna go play for my hometown team with Aaron Donald in front of me, Jalen Ramsey behind me." What other older player said no? Zadarius. Okay, Darius. Yeah. Zadarius. Zadarius said no. Zadarius chose to take, he wanted to hold out for more money. Zadarius said no. Zadarius originally said yes. Yes, but guess what? If Zadarius, if he felt like they was going to win, you think he would have went back to the Vikings? No, it wasn't all about the money because the Ravens did. It's all about the. It can't be because they the, it, the report is the Ravens put a valid offer in to compete with the Vikings offer. He chose them. Over the Ravens. 
That's just what it is. He did. Your boy. Oh, you know what he said? You're right. You're right. Because he had the same sentiments that Emmanuel Ogba said when Ogba decided to stay in Miami. When Ogba turned down the Ravens and the Colts and everybody else. Ogba said, you know what? I just don't feel like moving. <laughs> I watched the Darius press conference. You know what Darius said? Did I really want to get move my family or I just take the three-hour ride down the street? From his mouth, he chose the money was comparable. I took the three-hour ride down the street and played in his division and to play for coaches that when he went to Green Bay, they were there. So those you gave me two guys. I gave you three. How many older players? No, no, no. You said older players. I can't think of them by right hand. First of all, Mark Ingram was older as hell. Like we can't even you can't even Mark Ingram is not even whoa, whoa, whoa. Mark Ingram was old as hell, right? Wait, wait. He's old as hell. Not only he was old as hell, and he wasn't Mark Ingram then. Sammy Watkins, you listen, Sammy Watkins. The question, the statement said older players go to teams that they think they can win. Am I, did I read it wrong? Well, it should have been a – well, first of all, you might not – Wait, wait, did I read it wrong? This is the thing. It should have said older – it should have said players in contention, players that that are worth something. John, did I, I mean, read you it wrong? anybody in here. If that's so, the case, so, we got – So, all right, so so when Mark, Ingram, when Mark Ingram left the Saints and everybody caught him over the hill and he came to the Ravens, had over 1,000 yards, I think it was a 15-so touchdowns, and went to the Pro Bowl. That wasn't productive. He still wasn't Mark. I mean, he, right. And then this year, wait, wait, he this is, year, this year, you know who lead the league? Who leads the league in yards per after contact? Mark Ingram. What would that mean? Yards at the contract, yards at the contact. What that mean? That means he's still productive. Nobody's denying if he's productive. I Wait, you just said you just Ingram. said he was over the hill. He wasn't even Mark Ingram. He still is over the hill. <laughs> but the you, still, you get, I mean, you said but you're getting you away from the Sammy you're getting Watkins. away from the point. Getting away from the from the statement. How many how many how many catches Sammy Watkins have his last year in chief and the chief? How many catches Sammy Watkins have here? I get Who it. else you name? Who else you name? I get it. I get what you're saying, but it wasn't the the statement wasn't about production. The statement simply said older players go to where they think they can win. Well, the older players been... not come here. All I'm getting is, all I'm doing is pointing to older players who said yes. Okay. Sometimes think... sometimes older players say no. Well, it should have been big life. name free agents. It should have been big name free agents. Big for name free agents don't come here. So so okay. Older, so the best the best free safety available chose to come here. Money makes sense. Big name guys not coming here. You're right. They just not. I respect it. Marcus Williams is a nobody. I mean, first of all, a guy. I'm more impressed with the more the Morgan Moses signing <laughs> than Marcus Williams. I know a guy like nobody. What's the other dude? Bobby Wagner. A guy like Bobby Wagner fit the Ravens' free agency signing mo to the T. He was cut from a team. He was at a position of need. 
And they still couldn't land Bobby Wagner. All right, so, I don't think right, so he went to go home or not. Day one, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to pose a question this way. All right. I want you to take your take. Listen, Bobby Wagner played from youth football to college football in LA. He played college football at Utah State. He played professional football at Seattle. Where did he ever play on the East Coast? What that got to do with that? Glad you said that. If 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 you were you coach, you coach. Franklin, Franklin High School, offer you full control of the program and a, a pretty good salary to come over there, make that hype every day. I hate this question. I hate where this is going. It, would you Go take ahead. it? All right. You and you consider that's a good offer. It's Franklin. Franklin put out just just alone what. Two D one players that we know of, all mm -hmm. right. Sure. And then Malnowski called you and said, "T, look, I, I give already you told you I hate I give you a little bit more money to come take over at Overly. What would you do?" It's, there's a difference there. Okay, there's what's a the difference? difference. What's the difference? The difference is I played at Overly. That's the difference. So because I played at Overly, obviously I would choose Overly. Bobby Wagner played in L.A. That's home. He played in the city. Franklin's still in the city. <laughs> Bobby Wagner played in L.A. That's home. He chose I get your point home. here. I get your point. I get so, it. That's a losing battle. The money was comparable. Actually, they said the Ravens offer was better. The Ravens offer was better. He chose home. And, some, and my point in, 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 in uh, give me an analogy that way, is sometimes home means more than the money. And in that situation, he chose home. I think you're thinking about it from a money standpoint. I'm thinking about it from a winning standpoint. That's a win-win. But that's a win-win. I think you got turned down by Jadavian Clowney and Jarvis Landry for us to get the point. No, no, no. I understand, your, I understand your point. It's just you're choosing when to use it. Because... The same, like in 2022, you saying Mark Ingram was a bad move. That's not what I said. What I said was Mark Ingram was not Mark Ingram. He wasn't a up at Mark Ingram was not Mark Ingram. He was the thing. He that's, wasn't. That's, that was Eric DeCosta's first year as GM. Mark thing, Ingram though. wasn't Mark wasn't Ingram. Up at so, so I guess, I guess on, Earl on, Thomas on, wasn't Earl Thomas neither. Let me say this. He probably wasn't. But the point is, you celebrated it. You celebrated it. Oh, when it wait a minute. First of all, let's establish one thing. We already knew what Earl Thomas brings to the table. Log back in and tell me what, what Earl Thomas brought to the table in his years in a Ravens uniform. He played linebacker. We had around before. Earl Thomas, no, Weddle retired and we brought Earl Thomas in. Correct. So, but we had John, all yeah, I'm saying, all, John, you see what's going on here. I see all I'm both. saying is you celebrate the point, you celebrate the signings when they happen, and now you look back on it and they didn't pan out the way you think. Oh, no, we need, Can I we say need, that? I mean, it should be said that older players 
who steals worth a damn, um, turn it down the rain. Let me know when I can talk. Let me know when I can talk. Come on, yo. Let me you know when I can both talk. ways. Just be honest. Al, go ahead. Al, go ahead. Because this really this conversation is the shop to stop is last too long on this, on this show. Yeah, it's, it's way too long. Pause. Definitely pause. You mentioned Mark and let's let's just go, let's just walk through this real quick. You've mentioned Mark Ingram and Earl Thomas, right? Those two came once Lamar took over and took them what nine and one down the stretch, no. whatever weird shit that was that a rookie quarterback did. Wait, wait now a rookie quarterback did. Allen, 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 both of all yet. Allen, oh, quarterback. Allen, they chose they chose to come with a rookie quarterback in the first year of Ernie Costa's GM. Look, Ernie Costa did not draft Lamar technically. That was Ozzy's last draft. So right. Eric's first draft was 2019 with Mark, with Hollywood Brown and those guys. Oh, that's so, the first so, draft. So in first, so in so in free agency, his free first left. pick was Hollywood Brown. He brought in Hollywood Brown. Earl Thomas and Mark Ingram, his first year as a GM. Say the two big name free agents who apparently was older, but they weren't the older good category. But again, that was a team that's trending up. That was a team that was trending up. We went, what, 9-1 and one down the stretch? It was something crazy down the stretch that we went. It was all a right. team that was trending up. All right, all right, you so got a chance to win. The very next year, we brought in somebody. We went 14-2. So of course we got a chance to win. We right there. We've been dominating everybody. We're 14 to 2. They look like a chance to win. Then we've regressed. As we've regressed, we've stopped getting these players. So you could say the injuries and all of this, whatever, whatever excuse Raven Nation got, we've regressed. The quarterback is visibly frustrating, frustrated with, with the team or with the offense. As it, as it showed in Miami, he was visibly frustrated. He just throwing that bitch up and, and uh, whatever four pit game that was with that Cleveland or Pittsburgh, he just slinging, just fucking throwing it down the field. It's a team that looks like they're not going anywhere. When you look at it, nobody's looking at the injuries or whatever, or just like Ravens fans look at that to give themselves hope for Man, we were good. We just was injured. No, nigga, we just weren't good. Even at six and three, I was like, nigga, this is not a good team. What the fuck are y'all looking at? (laughs) So, so your question should have been, well, your statement should have been, Bobby Wade ain't choose the Ravens. So therefore, we going backwards. Oh my gosh! (laughs) No, no, no. We not signing. No, no. No, no, I you what you're saying is hundred percent correct. The Ravens is has regressed. You get you broke it down beautifully. I'm not being facetious. I agree. I just ask, as I always say, keep the same energy. Be consistent. It's so in that it, with in that same vein, there's no need to be excited about drafts and all that bullshit because you don't believe in the culture staff. It's gonna be the same thing. I agree. Okay, all right. So next, next subject. What's the next? We got next on the agenda. I don't know. I sent you to the agenda. All right. Best. Okay, Roland. Roland said 
Why they got to sit home and play for the team and just win a chip? I mean, that does play a part in it. Got a chance to win it. Who, who Winners. Chance to win the NFC. Besides the Rams. You said besides the Rams, who got a chance? Yes. A lot of fucking teams. Buccaneers. Rams ain't they no no fucking forty-five year old quarterback winning the Super Bowl. All right. I so the Bucks, money. Bucks, Rams, and Green Bay, what you say? You say Green Bay? Hell no. With them weapons? Hell no. <laughs> Me? All right, but either way, the land the land is on paper, it looks like it's an easier path to the Super Bowl in the NFC than it is in the AFC. Right. I agree with you. All, All right. right, cool. All right. Eric Ware says Ravens have nine picks in the first four rounds. They better hit. I don't think they're drafting nine picks. I don't think they have nine I think picks. it's going to be less than nine picks at the end of the day, but we'll see how that goes. I'll say the wrong five or six, hopefully. Yeah. We'll see how that play out. Uh. All right. Okay, let's go. Defense, I am serious. D tackles. Mm. Let's go. Let's go. So, we are, like I said, 24 days away from the draft. So, we got two I am series left. Wide receivers. Are we doing running back? and running back. Okay. We got two I am series left. And I guess we, I don't know, would y'all like to do a mock draft on the last one? Yeah, you do a mock draft. Yeah, we do a mock draft the uh the week of the draft. We'll do that. <clears throat> All right. So the way the IM series work for those who are tuning in that aren't familiar, each host has a defensive tackle in this year's NFL draft that we are champion, champion, championing. Is that the word? <laughs> we have champions. We champion. <laughs> yeah, we have champion them as the best at their position. Or should I say well, the best sleeper at their position? I want the emphasis you say best sleeper. Yeah, you can say that, best sleeper. Not okay. necessarily the best guy, because the best guy is Jordan Davis, you all agree. Sorry. But I don't Jordan agree. <laughs> I don't agree, Jordan so, Davis. They want to get back on, on just a mummy. Fuck I don't agree he the best though, but I said that Man. I said I believe he was the best when I watched George, when I finally watched Georgia play. I was like, damn, ninety nine get all the love, but ninety five is where it's at. Okay. I'm right about opposite of you. Say it again. So I might have been opposite of you. Like when I think, first watched him, I, I didn't think Jordan Davis was was better than Wyatt. Like I didn't get it. <laughs> and as I watched more, I'm like, you know what, Jordan Davis is actually pretty fucking amazing. Gotcha. So we just throwing names out there now, huh? <laughs> you, you notice how I said ninety-five and ninety-nine. <laughs> but you know, he been consistent right. though. The last Yo, two weeks, shit, out. This shit was mute, and then he just he couldn't take it no more. Let me just call him. 
<laughs> Yo, he, bro, he did it the last know, two weeks. You do want to know what the superstition is. You do want to stand on that last segment. but her threw out all hope of the draft, right? Oh, well, I mean, because I don't get why y'all have hope. Right. I don't get so why I, I have, I have hope. general hope because we still got. Well, John don't have a number. We still got John and Greg. So get them making jerseys, and I'm I'll refuse to say their name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her her ruined it first, and then Al just said that to hell with it. Greg, so. All I did to bring y'all back to I I just brought y'all back to your reality because I don't, I don't want my brothers to be out here sounding insane. Let me be the insane one. Let me be the, the purple Kool Aid drinker. I've been consistent yeah. in that. Let me let me do that. Y'all be consistent the other way. So like, bro, come on, man. You got stay a consistent. cancer named John and a chlamydia named Greg. Wow. He's going to get rid of Wait a minute. <laughs> that, that nigga went to 100 real quick. Which one's easy to get rid of? That's all I'm saying. Shit. You know, like we stopped with both of them for a minute. Hmm. Yikes. Let's go. All right, man. Let's let's get ahead with this. So I can tell you why Fedarian Mathis is the best defensive tackle in this draft. That's not named Mr. Davis. Go ahead. I'm listening. Can I go ahead and say that? Okay. So I I'm gonna I'm gonna preface it by saying Mr. Davis is who I wanted at 14. But since I didn't already kill that dream, according to Taewon, <laughs> I'm absolutely fine if we don't get him in. Because I think Fedarian fills that void that we would miss. I think they play similar. I'm not going to say he is him. Jordan Davis is 30 pounds heavier than Fedarian, but Fedarian moves a little bit more athletically. <laughs> Um, they both are one tack defensive tackles. Um, Fedarian is, like I say, he moves better. He's a great pass rusher. He stops the run. He's physical up front. Um, he sheds blocks. Um, strong, what, 6'4", 313? Is, I don't know what that might be. Y'all, y'all want to go ahead and double check that for me. That might be stats. Who knows? I don't believe it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Darian Mathis out of Alabama should be that name called by the team wearing purple and black. Uh, second. After we trade out of 14 because everybody's gone. Oh my uh, God. One of them second round picks. Mm-hmm. Could be Fedarius. Fedarian. If they do that, I'm getting a Zadarius Smith Viking jersey. I'm letting you know where I got that. <laughs> First of all, I'm not opposed to Fedarian Mathis later on in the draft. Later, later on in the draft. <laughs> but to me, he he's a two-gapper. He gets knocked off his spot way too much to be a legitimate two-gapper. Um in this league, in our system as well. So um, by knocked off his spot, I mean, uh, if he's hit up on a guard, a center can come and double team him and just move him super easy. 
Um, I do like I do like that. Um, he he's, has a nice build to him. He's got nice strength, nice size. But the thing that really worries me about him is his motor. So I'm not looking to get him anywhere close to day one or two. Damn. Damn. Damn, ain't day two like three, three, ain't it? I thought day day two was two and three, ain't it? Yeah, Yeah, oh yeah, 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 it's two and three. My bad. Right, Mm -hmm. right, two and three. Damn. Fourth round. Oh, why? Hey, hey, that's not a knock though, because Darius was a fourth round pick. So for Darian, it could he could, you know, develop. So fourth round is good. Hey. Y'all gonna let him know the real romances or no? Y'all just gonna let him keep believing it? No, nah, only thing I like. How could I put this nicely? Oh, now we being nice. Now we want to be nice, guys. Ain't no nice. I'm trying to be nice. Fedarian is, is good. The thing I don't like about Fedarian is. His lack of hands. You mentioned how he can easily get moved off his spot. A lot of it seems as though he don't have a plan or he's not recognizing splits or what's coming. And when he, you know, head up on the guard and he's latched on, he's not quick enough to to, to decipher what's going on and get off or, or brace his lower body enough to take on the double team block and, and hold his position. You get what I'm saying? Yep. And that's a that's a bit of an issue that can be corrected. Um, but he's a guy. He's a guy. Eight year career. Not eight year career. That ain't bad though. Eight years ain't bad. Nope. Who else? Who, who's your guy, T? I, I don't know who you pick. Logan Hall. Oh, Can oh I before go? you before you go, oh. Roland said, oh, <laughs> they throwing shots. All of that talent around him, and Davis can't put up a single stat. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Even <laughs> oh, he's been consistent with this Jordan Davis lately. He has. I give it to him. He's been very consistent in that. That's because Roman, he, he always want to go to Walmart or stop shopping save and expect to get a, a, a fucking a dry egg steak and shit. Like, bro, that's not happening all the time. You can't just look in the fifth or sixth round and think you're going to get a championship player. That don't happen. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just, you can't. You can't expect to order something off of Amazon with two days shipping free and expect to get some great quality, like good book. But no, nah, nigga, that's not happening, bro. This is not. It ain't even Amazon. It's Wish. He ordered off Wish. Wish. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Davis has seven quarterback tackles in his career. He had two last season. Five tackles for loss. A total of thirty-two tackles on the year. 15 of them were assisted. And not to mention, he's double teamed almost every play. Correct. And, almost with, every play. and within that system, 
he's at times a setup guy. Correct. So a two guy, if you will. Yeah, but but not only does he two get, he set up stunts from the two get. It's not he. It's not like he he lines up at zero and one. They put him at three, and he'll wreak havoc. So mm-hmm. he's not just like a big body just gonna sit there and you know not do nothing. But we'll see. All right, so who's your guy, T? All right, now, uh, best defensive tackle not named 99 and not named Wyatt in this draft is Logan Hall. Now, Logan Hall, University of Houston, 6'6", 282 pounds. Here's the most impressive thing to me about Logan Hall. He does what Al's guy does not do, which is uses his hands very well. He has good block recognition. He also recognizes early what the offensive lineman is doing with his hands. So if the offensive lineman shoots his hands low, it's arm over and I'm going to the quarterback. If it's high, it's I'm just going to rip there and beat you with speed. He's got speed to stunt at 6'6", 282 pounds. He's got the speed to chase down plays from the backside. He also has the ability to um, line up in multiple techniques. He's lined up at five technique. He's lined up at three technique. He's lined up at one. He has not lined up at zero that I saw film, but he has been more than efficient at every single technique that I just listed. Um, he had six sacks this year from a defensive tackle um, spot um, on a defensive line that everybody knows he's the, the guy on. So from a defensive tackle, six sacks is, is pretty damn good, if you ask me. Um, I think uh, if you look at the one-on-ones from the senior bowl, you'll, you'll see what we saw. You'll see him giving some of your um, upper echelon guards and, and tackle spits a little bit. You'll see um, him really using his speed and his hands to get home a lot. That's what he do. He's a pocket collapser. For every sack he has, I'm pretty sure he's got three times as many hurries. Uh, before I forget, Al, yeah. who's your um, who's a good comp for Fedarian man? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a minute. You know, you, if you you know think about it, you just you bring it back up. Okay. Taywan, who would you say for Logan Hall? Um, Akeem Hicks. He's 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 Akeem Hicks, but quicker. Akeem Hicks is known to have great hands, great block recognition, but getting off the tackles and making plays. And that's what I see for Logan Hall. I'm going to cheat. I'm going to look at his um, NFL.com. I was guy that I seen on him. They said uh, he's a poor man's um, Barmore. Christian Barmore? And, yeah. And for another, another uh, Alabama. <laughs> Probably a roommate. <laughs> Probably for my roommate. Yeah, for Tay's guy, they got him as a um, Wise Junior. Dietrich Wise? 
Yeah. Uh, from um New England? New England, yeah. Okay. I noticed with 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 Logan Hall, <clears throat> it's like he's a uh a late bloomer because he got reps all four years. Mm-hmm. Like he played he played eight games first year, seven games the second year, seven games the third year. This past season, he played 12 games. But if you just look at the numbers, it clicked for him. He finally adjusted to that, you know, the college football uh, style of play and what the coaches want him to do. And six sacks from that position is pretty good. Six sacks, 13 tackles for loss, 47 total. That's, that's pretty good. NFL.com has Fedarian um, as Daquan Jones. Jaquan, Jaquan, Jaquan. Daquan Jones. Daquan Jones, Tennessee, right? Yeah. Ain't he still Tennessee? I think so. They can't tighten. It's interesting. I think I think Daquan, two gaps for them. Yeah. When he gets in. Bills. Oh, Bills. okay. Then Buffalo now. Okay. Gotcha. And he was a fourth round pick, <laughs> which is ironic because <laughs> Taewon said for Darian when shouldn't be picked within the first two days. So that's pretty interesting. What's your thoughts on Logan Hall? Y'all agree with his assessment of Logan? Um uh, not as explosive as try to make him out to be. I think he has a motor, especially with his uh, bull rush, but I see a lot of great fun work versus lesser talent. That's what I see. Like, he dominates the lesser talent. That's not a knock on him, but I need to see you go up against, I know, a first-round pick or some of these guard and tackles that I know that can hold their own. And I just didn't really see that from him going forward, like, like watching play for play. Like, he's not moving the pocket too much. What's your thoughts, Al? Um, I wrote notes. I think I had notes on Logan, but I didn't. I agree with John. He's not. He's not. He's not collapsing a pocket with power. If he's gonna beat you, he's gonna beat you with finesse, speed. Footwork. Yeah, I said um, he's good at playing the run. He's a good power rusher, but he needs to like add a little bit more move. I think it's just. I think when I watched him, he just had that one straight bull. And once that's done, who was I watching today? I watched somebody today, and they just tried to do like one straight bull, and that was it. And then they like did a spin those in the same fucking spot. I was like, no, no, sir. <laughs> I can't think of who that was I was watching. Um, it was Logan Hall against Cincinnati. He tried to uh, he tried bull rush. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. That wasn't the bull. That wasn't him. This one, he like he I don't know what the hell he was doing. <laughs> this one play. 
It's like he tried to cross the center face. And in mid-move, he said, no, nah, I ain't going away. So he tried to spin. He said, man, get the hell out of here. <laughs> I think it was Haskell. It might have been Haskell. <laughs> like he gave up in the middle of his play, John. And said, yeah, I'm going to go this way. Oh, damn, I'm stuck. <laughs> he, tried to, he tried to spin back. 77 said, man, get the hell out of here. First, I just realized I'm muted. First of all, y'all some hate me. Y'all hate me. <laughs> no, I'm yo. You watching right now? First of Cincinnati, as we speak. I don't know how to turn it around on Zoom, but. What? Watch, watch. It's like 18 seconds in. Oh, wait. I can't zoom in. Oh, Jesus. I know what play you're talking about. It was a stunt. It was a blown yeah, stunt. Yeah, he, he said, oh, I ain't going to win. Uh, I ain't going to make it. I said, bro, get the hell out of here. <laughs> I said, no laugh at him. All right, while he trying to find a play, Roland said, Taewon, you fake. Is <laughs> oh, he said, he said, you going to pump up Jordan Davis and say he's double teaming every snap. But you also want the other two defensive linemen playing next to Davis more than Davis. Teams can't double the other two guys every snap. You need that's it. False. That's false. Mm-hmm. That's established one thing. One of those guys is an edge player. So, of course I want him. That's, that could be the next Terrell Suggs. That's all I'm saying. The, the other guy, I would love to have him as well because we need interior pass rush. You can't go wrong with either one of those three guys, whether you want to admit it or not, because you want to try to find, like John said, what'd you say, John? A stop, what is it, a stop, stop, and save? <laughs> well, stop, stop, and save. Find out a steak, inspecting the dry eggs and shit. Hey, bro. Right. Sometimes you got to bite that bullet. <laughs> like, nigga, if you don't take your ass to Wegmans. <laughs> That's what I see. Y'all ain't see it. Y'all ain't see that. You talking about the Cincinnati game. You ain't see that at the two minute and 50 mark where he did just now lining up at five tech. You ain't see all that. You ain't want to discuss that though. That's okay. No, 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 no. Fast forward to the end of the game. No, I, 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 he said 250 mark. That's a whole game, bro. What you doing? Logan Hall is cool. Logan Hall is cool. He's a solid player. But these comps. Niggas can't see that with your black oh, ass. Wait, wait, wait. He, he's standing for the other play. Why are you standing for, for 77? I was just trying to make sure y'all saw it. That's all. I'm, I was trying to make sure you saw it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but no, in all seriousness, Logan Hall is a solid player. Um, Based off his stature and what he does well, where where's, what's a good fit for him? I really don't see him making it out of out of the second round for sure. Mm. Um, it's not yeah. that many. It's not that many guys ahead of him um, on the defensive line. So I'm gonna say second, second round. I'm gonna say third. He's one of them players that you probably don't expect to drop going off of what they said talking about him. And then you were like, oh shit, he in the third round. Let me get him. 
If we can get him in a third, I'll be ecstatic. Uh, according to this, third round pick. Say it again. I said, according, I'm on what is this draft tech? It'll be a third round pick. Draft tech, that's the board, that's the big boy herb used to get that unrealistic draft. I, yo, I wish. <laughs> I listen, I from I, I, I low key judge the hell out of the draft network. I'm like, bro, how? <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all gotta be high. But hey, I took advantage of it. Um, Logan Hall's his his comp was Dietrich Wise, right? Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty interesting because height and weight they are similar. Dietrich was a fourth round pick. Uh, another fourth round guy. Was he a late? I'm trying to get his. Yep, another fourth round guy. They got him with the defensive end today. For the uh, Logan Hall? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, that's why. He was going fourth round. Yeah, that's why he might be fifth round. They put him with the ends. The ends? Jesus. Yeah. But it, it's funny because, well, no. Nah, I'm about to say him and, him and uh, theatric wise were similar. Oh, actually, no. I'm sorry. I'm bugging. Defensive lineman, five tech. That's what you have. I thought it was going to be defensive ends. Mm. Okay. So they got, yeah, that's defensive ends. They got an yeah. end. Yeah. So he, yeah, with, with wise. All right. That's a good comp. That's, that's solid. That's solid. I ain't seen nothing to move. Oh, let's say defensive line. I'm bugging. Yeah, it is defensive ends. I'm bugging. Yeah. I mean, y'all <laughs> I got so my far, glasses on. I can't see. So far, y'all gave me two guys I'm not really excited about. So who are you excited about leading into that that statement? Perion, future Raven Winfrey. That dumb Perry. Mm. And you know what? <laughs> you know what? This, this is what I'm gonna say. This how this how I'm gonna do this because I'm upset in myself that I just actually said that man's name because he belonged on the list. I shouldn't be saying this man's name. He's that damn good. I'm, I ain't gonna point to stats. Y'all seen the film. Y'all understand. He belong in that uniform. I'm just going to point to the mindset of the gentleman who played at Oklahoma and won number eight. I just I, I address him that way. The Senior Bowl is an opportunity for teams to showcase their talent and to build their draft stock, right? And we, we tend to point to the Senior Bowl a lot when we look at one-on-ones and really kind of like Display your talent because sometimes you get to the scene. Sometimes during the season, the coaching staff ain't really display your talent. All all of your talent, I should say, right? That happens from time to time. So when Mr. Perion accepted the invite to the Senior Bowl, he took it upon himself to find out every lineman that was going to be there. And what he did leading up to the Senior Bowl was study each lineman. And all I need to say, when you turn on the Senior Bowl tape from practice to the game, he won MVP of the game for a reason. He dominated every rep for a reason. That mindset is next-level mindset. That's the mindset that you want at one winning drive. 
He got the quicks. He got the strength. He got the, the finishing ability. And he's a film junkie. With that being said, I ain't gonna say that man ain't no more. That's, I'm gonna call him Future Raven. Number eight, Future Raven. Unlike you, the guys, the two guys mentioned before Mr. Winfrey, damn, before Mr. Eight. No. He gone day two, possibly day one, depending on how the board fell. Depending on how the board fall, either gonna sneak into round one, he definitely gone in round two. So the whole hurry up and we ain't gotta really go ahead and let's but I'm gonna let Tay say something because he like he was about to go to sleep and like he was trying to knock him real quick. Try hey, but, but he can't no, 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 no. in his face like he don't believe it. I like y'all. I give credit where credit is due. Dude's a monster. He's he's a legit monster. And one of the only, like I told y'all the other day. Say the name. The only three D tackles that I gave three checks on my my scout and grading card. It was him. It was ninety nine. It was ninety five. Those three got three checks on my my scouting card. So if he a Raven, that's who ain't gonna be mad. Me. Nobody. I gave you credit, Tay. I gave you Nobody credit. Nobody ain't gonna be uh, mad. They. I was trying to notice I didn't reply. I said a nigga had a motor with a bull rush. He just wasn't the desirable pick right there. No, no, no. I like Slim. I like 92. I like 92 at Houston. I hope we get Humphrey and, I mean, not Humphrey. uh, What's his name? What's his name? Perrier? Perrier? And we get Isaiah Thomas, his his teammate, too. Get Get his teammate while you at it. 95, check 95 out. Mm. All, right. All right, real quick, because I know you're about to get uh I got you rolling. Hit. So I I didn't have a player that I really believed in that, that we couldn't name in. So the sleepers that I, I like watching that film with was um high school Gre- um Garrett out of Ohio State. Yes, very intelligent. His awareness on the field is crazy. Like he's not gonna get beat screens. He's going to be right active at the Donna scrimmage and getting the passing lanes. He has a very quick step, so the guard's not going to get his hand on him. So the problems that I had with our interior linemen that Hayward will always do, you can tell he was getting taught very well at Ohio State with his handwork placement and swimming moves. And the other player that I thought that I, I liked watching this film work somewhat was uh, John Ridgeway. I think mm. you get value the way he, the position that he plays in 3-4. He somehow moves a pocket where you don't expect to get like you you think you want a four man rush, but he gets he gets the production out of him out of a three man rush and find a way to get to the quarterback. So those are my guys that I like to watch film work wise. Everybody else, I thought it was like who's on that list. Shouldn't some of the people shouldn't even be on that list? Like Demarvin Lill shouldn't have been on that list. Nope. Uh, Carter shouldn't have been on that list. Like them niggas is not D tackle. They fucking DNs that's supposed Correct. to play linebackers. So. Yeah. Not because they're not going to play that D tackle position. So they the guys that I, I actually want to um, look to see where they get drafted at. Yeah, Lil is definitely a defensive thing. I'm confused to this day with the Marvin Lil. I question yeah. if I if I question if I have eyes for this. No, <laughs> because I'm First like, how the hell he so damn rated so high? I ain't got him rated high or even I don't give a fuck. We play on the line. 
I got <laughs> no sir. <laughs> I'm like, what? I thought it was just me. Hey, um, just to add a little low-key flex on um number eight for Oklahoma. I try to find like who NFL.com had him as a, a comp. Ain't no comp. Ain't no comp. <laughs> he one and one. He might be one of them ones. I like I like Don P. So that's cool. Also, sleeper, um, Cam Thomas out of he's more of a defensive end than anything, but in that same reason we were just talking about Lil. I like Cam Thomas out of San Diego State. As well. Okay. All right, so Roland has all right, Roland said. Now that you've scored the D-line, well, you scouted the D-line in the edges. Fix the Ravens' pass rush in three rounds with the players you know. That we think going to be there or not? Yeah, let's, let's, that you think will be there. Well, we had to do a mock draft to actually really kind of see that. Yeah. All right, so well, let, get, let me just throw some names out there real quick. Realistically, Wyatt. What the fuck? Ninety five. We thought. Oh, okay. Ninety five. Mm-hmm. Three rounds. Uh. Ninety five. Winfrey, in second. Eight. <laughs> First of all, my 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 pass rush already fixed. But if I really want to fix my pass rush and in the third round I can go get dude out of Florida. What's his name? Um the late third round like Carter. Uh that Carter. And then you got a guy first of all, let me get those three guys. And I don't care who Joe Barrow and them just got. I don't I don't think you need even need those three guys. Because we're still forgetting that Matt BK is a beast. I would slow down on that one, but okay. He can't work the passer though. I ain't seen him rush the passer that much. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like I was doing that. I, I get what you said. Just good. just watch his take some time and look at I think somebody um broke it down like each snap, like like with him. One on one with someone. Just watch what he do to the guard, where teams have to start dedicating another guy to him. I think he's good. Don't get me wrong. I think he's good, but he's beast, gonna be. I'm, I'm he's young. He's young. All right, let's get this out of the way. Let's try to rank the top forty players in the draft. He ain't no way in hell we getting it. Hell no. Yo, how do we? How do we do that without watching wide receivers? Like what the hell? <laughs> That's a valid point. That is a valid point. <laughs> so we might have to bump, we we had to bring that back next week. Um yeah. before we get out, because it is 801. And yeah, you know I mean <laughs> let's rate it. WrestleMania 38. What was your thoughts on the two-night event? I enjoyed it. That was fun. 
I watched all of Saturday and I stopped watching Sunday at 10 o'clock. So oh, you missed the best match. Then. Damn, boy. All right. 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock. Oh, yeah. AJ was at the, at the 10. Yeah. No, AJ was that. I think that was the last match I watched. AJ oh, Styles and um, Edge, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was the last match I watched. Oh, all right. Best match, in my opinion, Cody Seth Rollins, one of the best matches. I really enjoyed the the Reigns uh, Brock match too, because Roman won. And outside of that, the Edge one was all right. The um the the Jackass match was kind of entertaining. Um, <laughs> and outside of that, I could care less about everything else. I'm just going to shout out the three beautiful black women being champions. That probably was the best match of the whole thing. Becky and Bianca? Yeah, I think that was the best. That was the best match that I saw. I didn't finish. Like I said, I didn't finish Sunday. But the one out of the ones that I've seen, that was the best one. It was up there. This one, it was dope. It was dope. The advancement is getting out of hand. I'm just, I'm just saying. The fans would I'm just saying. Just call this man. I'm muting up. Go ahead. Go. Bruh. <laughs> gotta let that one go. Boy, gotta let that one go. Man, gotta let that one go. Lord, have mercy. All right. All right. Yeah. Dope from start to finish. I ain't like the way the Roman match ended. It ended too fast for me. Like, like I thought, all right, when maybe somebody else's about well, a surprise will come out to build the next feud with Roman. Cause he'd been undefeated two years. Now it's like when you look at the roster, I don't know who they can pick to really feud with oh, Roman yeah. now. He had the Bobby. <clears throat> he had the Bobby last year feud already, right? Briefly, they didn't exploit Briefly. it like that. Yeah. Briefly, you had Brock. Taker, was it mixed in there? Like that's what I was upset about. I feel like Omos has the chance to be the black Braun Strowman the way they tried to push Braun Strowman out there. First of all, they should have got rid of Braun. That was he used to be. He used to have that chance, and then they beat him with Bobby Lashley. Let let the black man take him down last other night. So. <laughs> so that kind of took the 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 steam out of that shit for me. Because we ain't never, we haven't we haven't had a black giant since King Mabel for sure. Not King Mabel, not this. Not man on the <laughs> mission. Know. <laughs> That's the last time we actually had a black giant in See? WWE. He was a jobber. <laughs> right. His whole career. Oh, man. That's petty. All right. All right. The funniest moment for me was the way Vince botched that damn stunner. Oh, my God. It was so bad. Hey, come on. Not only did he botch the stutter, you think he botched the uh when Austin came out. 
Cause like right before they played his music, he reacted like, "I said, oh no." Then he looked and said, "Oh, he's coming. He's coming." Hey, <laughs> <laughs> like, stop, yo! Come on, man, get out, get out the ring. First of all, I thought his skin was gonna tear something. It was all like trying. Like, <laughs> he just looked feeble. He finally looked like old man. Yeah. Like Vince age, he aged like Warren Buffett quick. Man, shout out to Triple H for doing absolutely nothing to open up Sunday. <laughs> Yo, that nigga spent 10 minutes to leave his goddamn boots in the ring and say, What's up, walking to WrestleMania? <laughs> that ain't even the worst part. The worst part is the crowd had stopped cheering. He he had the egg him on to keep cheering. Like, <laughs> and he just stood there. I think he just get out the ring. I love you, but get out the ring. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was surprised how big of a pop Cody Rose got. About to get another yeah. one right here. Like that drink love. You should have had like the mask or something. Just leave a boot in the ring. I was like, what? All right. Could have had the mask. Yeah. You know, the skull mask that he wear. Something. Yeah, it was it was weird. <laughs> but he react. I guess next week we got wide receivers. I guess I'll watch wide receivers. Wide receivers or running backs. And then the next you week running backs and then direct mock drive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna enjoy watching wide receivers. You know, that's uh, I'm a wide out. That's what I love. But you know, I'm not invested as I was in previous years for for the team. So appreciate y'all rocking with us. We'll be back at it next week. Follow us on Facebook at the sideline talk hashtag sideline talk. I'm sorry, Instagram at the sideline talk. Twitter at the sideline talk. I'll take us out. Be blessed, be productive, be more. We love you. We out.